state of America, your state, and your community? Then you're in the right place. This is the Rutherford Magazine Show with host Mike Sparks. He and guest are here to talk local politics, history, faith, and freedom. Magazine show. I'm your host, Mike Sparks. Got a big show tonight. I uh, want to thank, before we get started, want to thank Celia Murrah. Am I pronouncing your name correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, she's a constituent. She brought some books up here tonight called Courageous Faith by Alan Jackson. And y'all, you had sent me one of these books last year in the mail, and I had been reading it every morning. And I, to be honest with you, I've kind of lost that morning routine. Uh, but we, what we did with these books, um, it's a daily encouragement for life's challenges, and especially today with fuel, inflation, everything else going on in the world, life's full of challenges. But what we had done, what Miss Murrah had done, is um, we got about, what was it, 70 or 80 books last year of these? 70. 70, and we passed them out to state lawmakers, and then you brought some more up tonight. And I sure appreciate you you doing this. Um uh, why, why does this Why does this matter to you? Go ahead. Don't be scared. Say, say, tell me why this is important to you. Well, like he said, we all need that daily encouragement, and especially we can get that from God's Word, and we get the truth from God's Word. And Pastor Allen shares insight with us, and he's a pastor that he will speak to you on your level. And we just need to let the lawmakers know that we've got several different groups at World Outreach Church and also at Cannonsburg Village that are praying for our lawmakers. You know, they need their support and they need our prayers and guidance from the Lord. Yes, tell us about when y'all meet. Is that okay? Well, we have prayer groups at World Outreach Church that meet every day. They meet Monday through Thursday, and then there's another group that meet on Friday specifically. And then Cannonsburg meets once a month on the first Friday of every month. They did meet every day, but during the summer schedule, they have changed it to just on Fridays for the first of the month. Yes. Well, well thank you. I know it means a lot to me, and it'll mean, mean a lot to, to these lawmakers. Um, well, my lineup tonight, I've got uh, my buddy Marty Loveman uh, that's on hold, and I've got um, uh, uh, judge candidate Mike Jones for circuit court judge, and um, his father, Tim, who I thought was one of your one of the buddies. He looked so young. You know, and uh, Jeremy Smithson is interning with us. Uh, I've got Representative John DeBerry going to call in about 5.30, and State Rep Candidate Gabriel Fancher going to call in after that. And um, I think we're going to hear from Vice Mayor Steve No about uh, some big news for, for Laverne that they're excited about. So I know we've got Marty on hold. Hey, Marty, how you doing? Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike and Mike, and how you doing? Do, doing well, sir. How are you? Good, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a perfect weekend. You know that? Have you been out any? I'm sitting out on the broader right now with my young son, Josh. Oh, tell him we hello. He can hear you. I got you on speakerphone. How's, uh, hey, hi, Josh. How's, how's Alvaray doing? Oh, mean as a snake. How are you? Doing good, ma'am. Uh, I, I like that. Can you share that good news you gave us the other day? Speaking of prayer, no, good news. Talk to him about your good news, Alvaray. Oh, yeah. I finally got, they're going to give me back my money. Good. 
Yeah. They're going to give me back my um my last month rent hell. Well, t- tell us, uh, tell folks what happened with you here recently. Well, um, my ex landlord had um, when I moved out, I did do some work to the house or whatever, trying to get it back the way that I got it. Yeah. And um, by the time I got done and I gave them back the keys, they um, gave me a slip that stated of how much were my damages and repairs. And they were um, over like almost $2,500. Yes, ma'am. So what they did was they kept my security deposit, which was 1525 and then they kept my last month rent held as well. Wow. So I had to keep going back and forth. I also contacted, you know, you, the state representative, and, and I just kept kept at it. I just kept being consistent and going back with them, and I eventually, I tell everybody to read their lease, yeah. read their entire lease now. I've been telling all my friends and family, when you go to a new place, read your entire lease. Um, because nowhere in the lease stated that they will hold my last month's rent for any damages. So they had to give it back to me. And then once they gave it back to me, we made an agreement that they would give me back my last month rent, my last month um, rent, and I wouldn't file any complaints towards them. Yes. And they would never, you know, want anything else from me. And I said, fine, as yeah. long as I'm getting back what I've been disputing. So. And how much is that going to be total as you're getting back? Um, $1,498.67. Good for you. Good for you. You prayed about that, didn't you? I did. I did. Every morning I got up and um, I had a talk with God before I even sent emails to them, you know, and I just kept being, you know, being consistent with my emails and, you know, people helping me to to, uh, hear my story you know, to help me with lettering and stuff to them and stuff. And they just, they did. They ended up giving me, giving it back to me because by their own lease, they cannot hold my last month's rent held yes. because of what their lease stated. Yes. You think, think of how many people, especially single females, that this happens to. That they have done that too, right? right. Yes. Yeah, that's why I wanted you to but get I, with that Fox 17 reporter. Um, I forgot her. Uh, not Stacy Case, but the other one. Um, she's the one that I think covered that tidal pond situation with that lady downtown in Murfreesboro oh, a few okay. years ago. Um, well, yeah, I know Marvin worked hard. You get yeah, and you let and Mar- oh, you let yes. Marvin know, didn't you? Oh yes, yes. I let I let him know as soon as um, they sent me that very last email the night uh, that night. They sent it to me like about nine thirty. Wow. And I was like, Yo, I know it's kind of late, but I just wanted you to know. I had to tell him. Yeah, did you start hollering and yelling and getting excited? Oh, yeah. You know, I praise God all over this house. <laughs> Good for you. Well, I I, I mean, it shows. Well, I'm going to tell you, that's, that's, I was talking to my young son today. Well, my oldest boy, he's looking at some land, and he's having a tough time finding land, and he put some contracts, and, and you know, land's getting expensive, and he's looking for five to ten acres and Rufford County, and I said, "Son, you praying about this?" And he just kind of paused. I said, "Son, you need praying about this stuff, man. I'm telling you." And um, I don't think a lot of people, you know, we all with that are believers should be having 
faith to to ask God to direct this kind of stuff, you know, especially in these right. times, man. You know, I mean, I know you needed right. that fifteen hundred dollars. Yes, yes. I'm because I'm I'm too trying to find me a house, trying to trying to buy me a house, and yeah, that that's gonna help a long way. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Well, well you're, thank you. I thank the, you for all your help as well. Well, I just appreciate what you're doing for Marty. You know, you're you're Marty's uh, nurse, I guess we could say, and uh, and driver. You've been helping Marty a lot get to rehab and doctor and uh, okay. be his primary caregiver. So I appreciate what you're doing. Uh, no problem. He's no bother. Yeah. Well, if uh, is he still there? Yeah, he's right here. Okay. I figure he wants to wrap up with something. Yeah. Well, thank I don't you. have really a lot to wrap up. I, I do want to wish all the fathers out there happy Father's Day. You, me, Mike, everybody else, you know, that has a kid. Yes. This is a great day for fathers where we get recognized once a year for our contributions to America. Which is producing children. Well, you know, we don't, we don't get recognized enough, do we, Mike? Well, I tell you, it's one of those things that uh, when you're a father, it's the proudest moment um, of your life. Yeah. And it's a very important role, and, you know, we've been talking about it. Uh, a lot of it's a thank, thankless job, but... Because um, you got three kids. Three children. Three and Marty, you've got two, right? I got two boys. Two, yeah. Um, so you heard from both of them today? No, just the least one. Just all right. That, that, He's over that, here with me right now. <laughs> that's good. All right. Um, well, Marty, we, you got any upcoming events or anything you're putting together? Well, no, I can't think of anything right off. I'm, I'm looking forward to doing a, another historical seminar in Smyrna. Yep. At the next board meeting, I'm going to try to get it on the agenda if they'll let me. You know, I'm, I'm the liaison between Smyrna and the Rutherford County Historical Association. Well, I know Smyrna's done a good job, especially with Brian Hercules. Hey, let me—I got to brag on Brian Hercules, man. Let me tell you how how good of a town manager they got over there. I had a church member; they wanted me to do this 70th wedding anniversary for a couple, uh, John and and Ellen Upchurch, Parkway Baptist. I had a proclamation. Here come Brian with a. Uh, uh, with town of Smyrna proclamation from Mary Esther, the mayor Mary Esther Reed and the Smyrna Council, and and he hung out with, with about a crowd of sixty people, and I was asking the son Andy Upchurch, I said, what's the probability of being married seventy years? And he had looked it up, it's a tenth of one percent, and I said, what's the probability of being married seventy five years? And he said he couldn't find that statistic, so. I guess it's happened to somebody, but anyways, uh, it was a good good event over at Parkway Baptist. Jim Winchester, by the way, uh, you know he's my Sunday school teacher. He's the one that built your handicap ramp, and over there at your business, built that handicap ramp as well. And um, yep, put you that sure put you that post in there because somebody ran over your ramp, didn't they? Twice. Twice. <laughs> well, I gave you the cone. I thought the cone was going to work. Yeah, well, it worked. They ran over it too. <laughs> it tore my cone. Yeah, Jim's a great, great guy. That whole—that's a ministry in itself, right there, man. Well, thank you, uh, Marty, and thank you, Alvare, yeah. for and, and thank good you. Good luck to you, Mike, on your election and everything. Okay. Yeah, thank you, brother. All right, listen, I got John DeBerry calling in. Okay, from Memphis. All right, bye bye. Take care, man. Okay, we'll see you. Um, you know, folks that may not know, you know, Marty was in a really, you know, the car wreck. It didn't look that bad, but um. He just he got he just become paralyzed. I mean, he can't, can't walk, you know. And he's been, um, you know, just wheelchair bound, you know. And Alvarez taking care of him. And um, boy, it's been he's had a great attitude, though, man. Real great attitude. You know, it just surprises me that um, 
Uh, you know, I don't know what I'd do if I was in that situation, but man, that's where that's where faith comes in. Mm-hmm. You know, because you think, golly, I mean, Martin Marty's been a big trailblazer, just done a lot of things in in life, and um, I mean, some of the things he's done. Sometimes I wonder if he's like making it up because it's so crazy sometimes, <laughs> and it is true. <laughs> he he got fired, I think, from Ray Blanton. I think it was Ray Blanton, and he tells that story, which I don't want to share it on the radio. I think it's got some profanity in there you know time or two so i don't think i want to use it um but anyways uh we've been praying for marty to get well soon and good news for alvare for getting her um her her deposit um uh back but i'm gonna tell you uh mike you think of how many people that don't have a voice out there gets taken advantage like that well i'll tell you mike it's a it's a real big problem in my practice and a lot of times you're talking just enough smaller dollar amounts where there's not a lot of profit in it for attorneys so unfortunately a lot of attorneys don't even take these type of cases. Yeah. And landlords know that. They kind of take advantage of the situation. You know, I've, I've represented some clients with just absolutely outrageous, I'm talking upwards of $30,000 they're claiming in property damage. Yeah. Um, you know, it just, and it, it puts these families in a bind. And then if yeah. they get an eviction on their record or something negative on the record, it, it you know, comes really hard to find another place to live yeah. and then affordable housing. Becomes well, what, what, what can, um, what, well, let's, I'll tell you what, Jackson's looking at me. Let's, let's take a quick break. And we come back. I think we've got Vice Mayor Steve No from Laverne talking about some great news they've got. Folks, we'll be right back. Just give us about two minutes. seen traditional chiropractors or various medical providers but have not found relief. Dr. Austin Schumann with Horizon Spinal Care. Experience the difference at Horizon Spinal Care, the only NUCA chiropractor in Middle Tennessee. No twisting, popping, or cracking. A gentle touch and controlled contact on the first vertebra of the neck is designed to restore balance to the entire spine. Call Horizon Spinal Care today at 615-203-5111. Visit us online at horizonspinalcare.com. Most people know that their insurance can provide them with coverage for the many life's mishaps. But I can help you also unlock discounts, save money, and get benefits with Farmers Insurance Policy Perks. Whether we're discussing home or auto insurance, I am here to help you understand these great perks. Call me, Mark Lewis, at 615-625-7070 for a quote, and you can get a whole lot of something with Farmers Policy Perks. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Not available in every state. Only available select Farmers branded policies. Underwritten by Farmers Truck or Fire Insurance Exchanges or affiliates. Hi there, my name is Rusty Russ. I, along with my sons, Luke and Reed Russ, sell real estate for Stevens Group in the Middle Tennessee area. We are a team of professionals who have the knowledge of local and regional market, which allows us to offer you a full range of commercial, industrial, residential, and investment real estate services matching our resources with your needs. You can call us at 615-366-8900 or at my cell, 615-406-5553 or email jrusty at comcast.net. 
My wife and I enjoy going by Yard Sale Inc. We usually go to both locations, the one in Smyrna as well as the one in Murfreesboro. A lot of times on Saturday mornings, we stop by and their inventory changes weekly, so you never know what you're going to see. And it's mostly open box. The name fits it. It's exactly that. It's a yard sale. If you don't totally agree with the price, the staff is always friendly and nice and willing to work with you. That's the Yard Sale store in Smyrna at 111 Enon Springs Road West in Murfreesboro at 204 South Front Street and online at bestdealintown.com. Mike and Felicia Sparks, owner of the Vanity Zone Salon, want to invite you to stop in for your next haircut or color. Their stylist, Michelle, Tori, Tracy, Brandy, Sarah, and Gail, offer the best creative cuts and color for all ages, for men and women. The Vanity Zone is located at 732 Nissan Drive in Smyrna, to the right of the Crystals Restaurant. To look and feel your best, visit the Vanity Zone Salon today. Call 615-355-1721 to book your next appointment. When I say VFW, you probably have some visions of a smoke-filled bar with a bunch of old-timers eyeballing you. Well, the Stones River VFW is doing things different. No smoke-filled rooms, no turning prospective members away, and a strong emphasis on camaraderie and community. We believe in instilling our American values in our young people through numerous programs such as Voice of Democracy, Patriot's Pen, Scout of the Year, and VFW Teacher of the Year. Stones River Post intends on becoming a driving force to help, aid, and assist wartime veterans. So if you're one of those veterans with a campaign medal and you want that sense of purpose that you've been missing, then give our recruiter, Andrew Farr, a call at 615-490-5715. familiar with that song harry uh champion cats in the cradle um one thing i want to get into is you know father's day that marty was talking about you know and uh we're gonna look, talk a little bit about that with with mike jones running for judge i hope that's okay yes sir absolutely none of this is rehearsed it's just it's just um spontaneous i guess you call it you know and uh you got your dad with you i do i got my dad here with me today on father's day i yeah. felt like that was fitting to have him in the room um, obviously, he's been a great inspiration in my life. I wouldn't be um, where I am today without him. So, yeah. uh, hard not to get a little emotional, you know, talking about my dad. We can't get uh, choked up on the radio. I know it's it. Not it, allowed. it it's yeah. not allowed. It's, 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 <laughs> well, but it's difficult, though. Cause he, well, I can promise you, if people hear that song right there, a lot of, a lot of guys will get a little. A lot of men have issues. Like, I had a tough relationship with my father. That's why I probably care about the lack of fathers that's in our society. I think that's one of the reasons we're having a lot of these problems um in the school system these mass shootings i think there's a correlation mental health trauma addiction i think you get back to it look at the the, the prison population um celia murray was just telling us that um alan jackson i guess his message today or this morning was uh, talking about america has the highest rate of fatherless i don't know if i haven't seen that statistic but if you go back and dig deep on this look at the correlation between addiction alcoholism and those and those problems it gets back to the root so you're fortunate to have your your father here yes sir very fortunate very fortunate indeed and you hit on a key point with the mental health and substance abuse issues um you know when you look down at the breakdown of the core family unit in this country a lot of it can be tied back to mental health and and particularly substance abuse issues and most recently with this opioid epidemic you know is a epidemic that has taken way too many lives of tennesseans and and fathers and parents and um, that's a that's an epidemic that knows no socioeconomic bounds. So oh, it's kind of, 
you know, it was, it was very terrible epidemic. Some good things did come out of it. Um, some realization that it can't actually happen to yes. me and my family. Yes. Um, and that's a key takeaway. Um, but you're absolutely right. Um, the breakdown of the family unit, the fatherlessness in our homes is definitely leading to problems in society. Yeah. Juvenile court, um, crimes. Oh, it is. It's, uh, it's just all tied hand in hand. jails are full. Police are overwhelmed. I think we've got Vice Mayor Steve No on the line. Hey, Steve, how you doing? Well, good day, Mike, and happy Father's Day to you gentlemen. Well, thank you. Had a good meeting with you the other day. You were at David Gammon's uh, event over in Laverne. Great, good, great turnout for David. Uh, Steve, you know, we're, we're, I know you're, you're talking about BJ's Wholesale you're excited about, but, you know, one thing I commend you on, I was bragging on you on the way, well, I was telling my wife about you, because who is that MMA fighter? You kind of remind me of that guy. Who's that MMA fighter? I know oh, you my get, goodness. I know you get told my, that a lot. I don't uh... – I don't watch uh, much of that. <laughs> I, I, I was compared to some WWE wrestlers back in the day, but uh, I, I just absolutely don't keep up. I'm more of a, a football, baseball, basketball type person, so I don't keep up with the MMA. I'm sorry, I forgot that guy's that guy's name. Um, I'm not going to be able to find it on my on my. Uh, <clears throat> trusty ipad to tonight um but uh now you you know you're really involved with 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 young folks with football and, and some of these things why do you do that kind of stuff you know mike i got into it back in about 1995 when i first uh came to laverne and uh i'm originally from kentucky so you know i know basketball and uh, yeah. I kind of took over the Laverne Youth Basketball Program, and we had uh, about 170 kids the first year. And when I stepped down, we had over 600. Wow! So, <clears throat> yep. So we uh, we had a good program, and uh, of course they still do. It's just not as big as when when I did it. And uh, I just love the kids. I love volunteering. I like to go up to the football. I did all the announcing up there for about. 15 years i got a really big mouth and uh, i actually ran into the president of the league the other day at uh, one of our uh, places up here bojangles and uh, i told him when it gets started let me know i'll come by and do a couple of games now and then i can't yeah. do it like i used to but i still like to do it well i found that that fighter it's chuck liddell uh nickname was the ice man um he was uh career peak i guess was 99 to about 2006 that's the guy i'm thinking of chuck liddell i'm surprised do, no one's ever told I you do that remember i do remember him he doesn't fight anymore i don't think no um the uh, uh you're a little nicer than him though ain't you well i would like to think you know, i try to get along <laughs> with everybody and not have to you know i let people make their own judge yeah the uh no i one one thing you were talking about i know y'all have been really excited you and mayor cole and and alderman honeycutt and 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 coats um and, and uh dennis uh, uh waldron as well tell us about what's going on tuesday uh thursday i think it is the 23rd okay uh at 10 a.m we're going to be having our uh, groundbreaking for bj's wholesale they are uh, super excited. Mayor Cole, uh, Tom Broker, and his economic team, uh, Alderman Graham Coates, were, and, and some people from the city were very heavily involved in that and the recruiting part. And finally got it, and it's going to be right next to the interstate. BJ's is excited. It's going to be, I believe, about 110,000 square foot. Wow, wow. 
and uh, their projected opening date is going to be February of 24. Uh, and you know as well as I do, Laverne, Smyrna, North Rutherford County, uh, Nolensville, Antioch, uh, Mount Juliet. Uh, I think it's going to be a, a big go over with all yes. of those communities. and uh, It's going to be right next to the interstate, so it's going to be super easy access. Yes. And now on the political side of it, it's going to bring some really good tax dollars to our city. Yes, and, and, and that, that always helps. You know, y'all doing a great job managing your budget and uh, law enforcement, fire protection, uh, and managing all this growth that's just uh, put such a constraint on your infrastructure. So I applaud y'all uh, uh, for yes, it. Yes, sir. Um, Mayor Cole's got, he's had some really great ideas over the years. A lot of, uh, Places that have been abandoned and shut down for for a long time. We're getting some uh, things built there, some commercial and retail. Some of the things are not ideal for what we was wanting. But then again, you know, you can't uh, you can't tell people who they can sell to. Yes, you know, you'd like to think you can, but yep. you cannot. It just doesn't work that way. Yes. Now the free market usually. Uh, provide solutions. You know, my mentor, Bob Spivey, I remember uh, doing a business deal with him, and that was when nothing was over there other than, you know, the Expo Center, which he owned in Cracker Barrel, and he laid out a site plan. He says, I'm going to do all this, and it was, it was, he had the, the intent to put the the Chevy, Chevrolet dealership over like, near Target. That's why it's called Team Boulevard, and um, Bob made it all happen. All I seen was rocks and cedar trees and bob's like i'm gonna do all this and he was not mayor i was not elected and the lord brought that brought him into my life to, to kind of guide me and um but you know it's been vibrant and um uh, so i applaud y'all for it uh any, any any final words before we uh switch over to john deberry uh, vice mayor uh did you say that mike jones was there mike's here uh-huh yes sir okay i just wanted to say hello and it was nice to meet him the other day and good luck to him Yes, sir. I really and, appreciate uh, that. No problem. But uh, you gentlemen, you, you do a good show, Mike, and I appreciate you having me on. And Mayor Cole did told, did ask me to, to reach out, and uh, if you ever want to have him on, he can oh, tell definitely. you more in-depth about things that are going on in our city. Yes, I know y'all been excited. When we get through the, August, I'll, I'll t- uh, tell the mayor I'll have him up. I'm trying to get you know through with some of these candidates and all. Uh, but I know you were, I could just see the excitement with you of the day at Gammon's event. And I thought, man, I'm just going to have you call in, you know, y'all were, you were yeah, just we're, smiling and excited. I mean, that's one of the, that's one of the big things for sure. But we've got a lot of other stuff that's coming that, uh, you know, we just had uh, Thornton's open up with yes. Popeye's chicken and we got Del Taco coming and we got some good things going on. It's took a while, but, uh, it's took a few years, but, uh, Mayor Cole and Tom Broker and his team and economics have been working hard. Well, then I see. Was you were you at the event, uh, Steve? Were you at the event we did the icy tour two years ago? I was, and and because uh, we we uh, we we were able to, uh, we didn't we didn't get nothing. Now I'm just make that clear. Yeah. We didn't get anything, but they did have 
icy machines for wine and Jack Daniels and everything. Well, I didn't touch that stuff. <laughs> no, I didn't touch it, but I did see them, and I just thought that's just cool as it. It can was, be. Uh, you know, and that's a that's a that's that's a testament to Tennessee. I mean, that they lured, you know, you you and you know Tom and, and the mayor lured them over from and uh, Tennessee ECD from California. They got to sick and tired of California and all these excessive regs and. And they moved over at Laverne, up up on the hilltop there, and uh, right up there by, I guess, Carol Cook's place. In fact, my, my friend Brenda Bryant, Pastor Brenda Bryant, has got the church right there, uh, right before you get there on the right, you know. Well, thank you so much, and, and, and best luck to y'all, uh, Vice Mayor. Thank you, Mike. All right, take care, brother. Bye-bye. We'll see you. Yeah, that's uh, that's good news for, for, for them, you know, just um, growing up in Smyrna and, and, and Laverne. You know, my father lived in Laverne. Uh, he's now deceased, but... Um, uh, I don't know Jefferson Pike and you know that old rock quarry. I mean, man, back in the day, you know, it was. I shouldn't say we used to drag race up Samerty Parkway to where where where's Starbucks. See, Bob owned Starbucks, you know, and and uh, he even he even owned the Cracker Barrel lot. Um, all those hotels, Bob owned all that. He was a visionary. He owned all three quadrants of that interstate, and um, and I remember him telling me he's going to do this, and I thought, nah, I was like. 33 how, how old are you mike 32 okay i was about 33 and i thought nah he ain't gonna this ain't gonna happen and he made it all happen you know he was a true visionary and in fact that's why we got Montlow college here today because of uh of bob spivey but i know um uh we were talking you're running for judge and why would you want to run for judge well i tell you you know past few recent years is um, everything going on in this country, um, you know, I, I sit back, never had any plans of being a politician, never even thought the word politician. But when you sit back and see what's going on in this world today, and um, I am an attorney who practices here in town, and how can I be the biggest impact um, to, I feel like, to our community? And I feel like that would be yeah. running for judge and bring my strong conservative values to the bench. Yeah. Well, you had a little bit of disappointment um, with not getting on the GOP ballot. I hope you're okay with talking about that. And, and But you had a good attitude about it. Yeah, you know, you got to maintain a good attitude. Yeah. Um, you know, no sense in um, having sour grapes, you know, the whole time. It yeah. is what it is. We've tried to overcome it. You know, my message is to, to get out to those conservative Republican people in the county and let them know that you do have a conservative Republican candidate on the ballot. So that's been my goal. Got some good positive things working yeah. um, with the local GOP, hoping to maybe get some support there as we move closer to this towards this election. Yes, I was sharing with you at, at Dave Gammon's event that um, – you know, I've seen a lot of folks throughout my life. And one thing, and I guess your dad could agree, one thing about getting older, you get a little wiser, at least at least I think we do, because you learn from mistakes and you see other people make mistakes. And um, sometimes setbacks and adversity really is, is an opportunity. But one thing about you is that you've had such a good attitude that a lot of people would be upset, be mad. Um, you know, some people think that that system is a little unfair that you and, and tell the listeners people may not know what it took to qualify on the on the GOP ballot. I got you. So on the GOP ballot, uh, it's my understanding that the um, state party has some bylaws that most people might not be aware of. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't been voting in your statewide primaries, um, not your general elections, um, if you haven't been identified in voting as a Republican in those, and if you haven't voted in three of the last four, um, then you may have difficulty qualifying to run on yeah. the GOP ballot. Now, there is a process to kind of do some vetting and, and, have some, okay. and, and people vouch for you there. So there kind of is a back way in. Um, but if you're definitely thinking about getting in politics and, and you're a conservative Republican, you need to make sure you're out doing these local primary elections. And a lot of people might not realize that. I mean, you take, you take Jeremy. Jeremy, how old are you? 
Um, I'm 23, sir. 23. I mean, you, you would never even qualify then. I mean, think about it. For a young guy like you that, that said, hey, I want to run for county commission, I want to run for, uh, you know, school board, then he's out. Yep. Well, I'll tell you one thing that concerns about it, Mike, is you can get people in that might not be actual conservatives, and they yeah. go vote in these primaries, and then, you know, you know, they might qualify to run as a Republican, and, and they might be rhinos. Yeah. Well, the, the thing about it, one thing I, I, I will agree with the three primary, it, it, I think there is a, a track record that you're voting conservative um uh and you know i do think i do have some hesitation with it especially with young guys like like yourself you know at, at 32 years old or jeremy here at 20 what'd you say 21 23 23 i'm sorry <laughs> jeremy jeremy does the drums and um uh, our mess today uh brother uh clayton what's clayton's last name uh pruitt I believe. pruitt yeah pruitt. and he he led the uh sermon today about the fatherless lack of fathers and yep. and yep. uh you're the pastor's little daughter was she like six Oh, I, Chloe. I do not know. She wrote a little song about her dad, and, and, and she yeah. sang. It was really sweet. It was really it cool. Was. And and uh, you you were on the drum Because I, I could tell the drums were a little different this morning. <laughs> I sit on the back row, and I thought, who's on drums? Because you were <laughs> a little bit more wound up a little bit. Yeah, you know? it's um, – I don't know if uh, Mr. Judkins, who, who is actually the person who plays, I don't know if he listens to the show or not. But, yeah. uh, I mean, he – I actually haven't seen him around a uh, while. I mean, I – I can't say much anything because I was yeah, also you, haven't you, been around. Just jamming, Is yeah. That what y'all I call mean, it? what do y'all call it? Your age, it, jamming. <laughs> yeah, that's what you call it. Okay. Yeah, okay. I was just letting it, letting it go, letting the music, uh, pretty much using my God, uh, God given gift. Yes. Um, and that was just play, play for him. That uh, I, I thought it was because I liked when you hit that. What do you call that? The, the <laughs> bada boom, bada bing. I, yeah, I pa- Pastor Shelby says something funny. I don't remember what it was, but I was like, "All right, rim shot, put up." Boom, you did. <laughs> it, it, it was a, it was a good, it was a good, good service. Um, uh, and that's a, that's subject matter that that needs to be talked about. You know, Father's Day. I think he gave a statistic that it was the twenty sixth. I don't know if I'm turning it right. Twenty sixth most popular <laughs> holiday. And, you know, I don't think it gets enough attention. You know, today, I mean, people are talking about a different holiday, but they're not talking about the fatherless, you know. And I've never met a lobbyist at the state capitol advocating for fathers and, and those that don't have fathers, you know. So, um, like, like you said, Mike, it's, uh, it's a strong uh, uh, correlation between some of the problems that we're seeing today. Absolutely. And that's one of the reasons I enjoy coaching in youth sports and throughout Rutherford County is you never know when you're interacting in a child's life when you might be the only positive adult influence or father figure they might have. And they could easily be missing that from their lives. And you, you supplement that for them. And you might not yes. realize how important your role is in their life. But I can tell you, I was fortunate enough to have a father who's very active in my life and guided me. But I do look back on some of those particular coaches in my life, and they were very instrumental. Yes, you got your name. You want to name a few of them? Well, I tell you, I had my dad coached me early. Yeah. Um, yep. I had some uh, uh, basketball coach. Uh, we didn't always see eye to eye. His name's Cliff Anglin. Yeah. Um, you know, we. But you look back on those, uh, had some youth football particularly, really loved yeah. those coaches. Um, football's still kind of one of those sports, especially where I grew up in rural West Tennessee, where, um, you know, I, I would say they're more in the old school line of, line of coaching. Ain't nothing wrong with old school. I, 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 yeah. I agree. I believe that I saw something posted real quick um, recently about – 
that children have changed. Children are different these days. Yeah. Um, I think it was uh, South Carolina's men's basketball coach. He said, uh-huh. no, no, children haven't changed these days. We've changed the way we handle children yeah. in our society. Children are the same as they've always been. Um, there is just an overriding lack of accountability and, and discipline um, that's kind of prevalent in our society um, today that is leading to in my opinion, yeah. some some of the breakdown that we're seeing. Yeah. Well, speaking of old school, I've got one of my heroes, John DeBerry, uh, on the phone. Hey, John, how you doing? Hey, Mike, how are you doing today? Doing good, sir. Um, uh, sorry for such a short notice. What I think I called you at one minute till the show started, and <laughs> you're always okay. real gracious. How's things going for you? Everything's going well right now. Um, here at my daughter's house, had a wonderful dinner. My uh, both of my children uh, uh, prepared dinner for me, and uh, with grandchildren, it's uh, it just don't get much better than that, Mike. What, what'd you have for? What y'all? We all have for supper. Oh Lord, we had a feast. They had brisket and uh, barbecue chicken and all types of vegetables and salads and desserts. It, it, it was great. You know anything about turnip grains? Oh man, yeah. Uh, I know a whole lot about turnip <laughs> grains. Matter of fact, we had. Uh, Along with greens, we had, I think we had white beans and brown beans. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, when I was thinking about Father's Day, in fact, I was in church and I thought about you because you you always talk about your about your dad and the impact that he had on you and 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 I think he shaped you into the into the man that you are today. And and you know you you've taken a few hits and punches and been kicked around, but but the Lord has just picked you up, man. I think you've got the, I think I think you got a movie, but. Uh, it doesn't fit the narrative of, of Hollywood today, let's face it, in mainstream media. Uh, so how how you like serving with the governor? Well, uh, Governor Lee's a good man. He's a man of faith. He is a man that I believe loves this, this state, loves the people of this state, loves this country. Uh, it's it's good working with him, and, and uh, it's uh, being a member of, member of his cabinet and i feel very blessed to be there well here here's one thing and correct me if i'm wrong uh, uh john but aren't you the first african-american to to serve on the first floor of the state capitol correct yes sir. i uh, governor lee uh, brought that up uh when he appointed me that i was the first african-american to have an office on the first floor uh yes. of the capitol i consider it an honor yes uh, but at the same time I feel as though that uh, uh, we we in the state of Tennessee are progressing. We are are being prosperous. I hope that we'll continue to be a a state that appreciates this diversity and allows this diversity to empower it. Yes. Well, has the uh, has the mainstream media really covered this, which I think is is such a trailblazer uh for the governor and you have they have they really told that story though no as a matter of fact the majority of the media um uh, more or less trashed uh what the governor had done and what i had done and uh, never talked about the fact that we were chair for 14 years that we've been in the house for 20 26 years and and all of the all of the accomplishments that that you and I and others have worked together to achieve for the state of Tennessee. Yes. Uh, instead, they 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 talked about uh, things that were unimportant rather than than talking about what we had accomplished. Yes, sir. Well, you know, you when we we went down. I felt after what happened to you, I felt Lord 
told me to hire some filmmakers, go to Memphis, and we interviewed you and put four videos together. In fact, we, we um, Jackson had those ready in case I couldn't get a hold of you because we were going to play them. I really didn't know which one highlighted your dad because you, you, there's a, a, a common theme that you, know, you always kind of reference back to your dad. Whatever you're talking about, you go back to your father. Yes, so tell us about the importance of your dad and some because you you always get everybody's attention on the house floor. I mean, the governor could be there, but everybody be paying attention to you, and that's the truth. That's not just a soundbite. But but share some of the stories about your dad and him instilling the values in you. Well, well, the fact of the matter is, I had a a a wonderful uh, family. All of the matriarchs and patriarchs of our family uh, have gone on. But I had three, I tell people I had three sets of, of parents, so to speak. I had Enos and Mary Garrett, who were my great-grandparents. They were the descendants of slaves. Yes. Uh, they uh, came in from Mississippi, and and Bill and my, my great-grandfather built a house here in Memphis with his own hands. My grandparents, Starling and Susie Hall, and my parents, John and Pearl DeBerry. Uh, I... I I learned very early what it meant to to work and to be responsible for your family because all of those men were the type of men that were responsible. I heard each of them talk about the fact that they had grown up and they had plowed mules and how they had walked behind mules plowing uh, and working in the fields in their day. My father, a Korean War era veteran uh, who had come home and educated himself and, and reared and raised a family. He he was a type of man that was first of all a Christian. Yes. He taught us what it meant to be children of God. We went to church. He started preaching at an at uh, when I was a a young child. He started preaching the gospel, and we would go to small churches, many of which had would have potbelly stoves in the middle of the of the church building, and some of them not even inside plumbing. But the fact was he would drive for miles and miles if called to preach the gospel. Yes. And he he was one of those type of individuals where that he required discipline, but he was an example of what he wanted us to be. He didn't just tell us to do right. He taught us, but he also demonstrated what it meant to be a Christian man, to be a father, to be a good husband, to be someone who loved the community. He loved this country, Mike, yes. and he participated in the, in the civil rights movement. Uh, we knew Dr. King. Dr. King was often... Uh, uh, in gatherings that I was in, I had an opportunity to, to speak with him as a young teenager. My dad marched with Dr. King in several cities. He was there to march on Washington. Yeah. Uh, so he was a type of man that while he participated, he always taught us that as Americans, we weren't trying to hurt the country. We weren't trying to destroy the country. We were Americans and that we were simply standing up for those things that we deserve as Americans, but always doing it in the right way yes. with, with class and yes. with dignity. That's the way it was done then. That's the way we were taught to do it. Yes, sir. Well, I know that you, you've always been real passionate uh, about that because you were at the mountaintop 
you were at the mountaintop speech the night before dr king's assassination correct yes sir i was there that night yeah and there was a yeah it was a rainy stormy night that night and i can remember it very well well, you well, it was it kind of a, what's the word I, I I can't think where where he he kind of had a Dr. King looks like he had a sense that that something was going to happen. Yes, he had a sense that something was going to happen because I had asked my father several times during the day um, uh, at various gatherings that he allowed me to go with him that Dr. King didn't seem uh, his normal self that. Uh, uh, you know how it is when a, when a person is pensive, when they're looking around them. Uh, very, very uh, determined, very courageous, but at the same time, very aware that he was in danger. And I remember when he said he had been to the mountaintop and he may not get there with yes, us, yes. but that, that, that we as a people will get there. And yes. I asked my father that night after the speech, I asked him what was going on, what was wrong, why why was Dr. King so different? Yeah. And he said because he had been threatened, he had received death threats, he had been told he would not leave Memphis alive, and that uh, those it, it was affecting him. No matter how courageous you might be, Mike, yeah. and I mean, I've seen you stand on the floor and make some courageous speeches. I've stood. We have our colleagues who have fought the battles. But it doesn't matter how courageous you might be. Yeah. Uh, when you have those types of threats in yes. that era where we had seen a president assassinated yes, and exactly. we had seen yes. uh, little girls killed in churches, yes. um, I'm sure that, that that threat resonated with Dr. King. Yes, sir. Well, we got to take a break, uh, John. God bless you for all you do. Also, if you if you wrote a book, you consider writing a book. Yes, sir. I, I am at the point at this point making notes for a book that is going to uh, kind of chronicle many of the things my father taught me in childhood. Many of them sitting on the side of the fishing bank. Yes, sir. Uh, my, some of my greatest times was sitting with him fishing yes. and listening to him talk to me. Yes. Thank, well, thank you so much, John. And I'll follow back up with you in the next few weeks. Have you back up, okay? Thank you so much, Mike. Thank you, John. Let's take a quick break. We're right back. Have you seen traditional chiropractors or various medical providers but have not found relief? Dr. Austin Schumann with Horizon Spinal Care. Experience the difference at Horizon Spinal Care, the only Nuka chiropractor in Middle Tennessee. No twisting, popping, or cracking. A gentle touch and controlled contact on the first vertebra of the neck is designed to restore balance to the entire spine. Call Horizon Spinal Care today at 615-203-5111. Visit us online at horizonspinalcare.com. Hi there, my name is Rusty Russ. I, along with my sons, Luke and Reed Russ, sell real estate for Stevens Group in the Middle Tennessee area. We are a team of professionals who have the knowledge of local and regional market, which allows us to offer you a full range of commercial, industrial, residential, and investment real estate services matching our resources with your needs. You can call us at 615-366-8900 or at my sales, 615-406-5553 or email jrustyrust at comcast.net. 
AFFI is Middle Tennessee's premier choice for pest, wildlife, and moisture control. They specialize in those difficult and unique cases. You can reach them by phone at 615-300-2395. That's 615-300-2395. Or stop in at 200 Glen Rose Lane in Smyrna. This is Allie Dowenhauer with Isaiah 117 House. Isaiah 117 House provides physical and emotional support for children awaiting foster care placement here in Rutherford County. We are changing the way foster care begins, and those kiddos are brought to our house to hang out and wait for a foster family, and they're given everything they need. We support foster children, DCS, and foster families here in Rutherford County. Visit us at www.isaiah117house.com or visit our Facebook page, Isaiah 117 House, Rutherford County. Back to the show. I'm your host, Mike Sparks. Uh, talking with Mike Jones, running for circuit court judge. And um, I think we've got a caller. Uh, go ahead, caller. Hey, Mike hey. Sparks. What are hey. you doing, man? It's hey, Gabriel Fancher. How you doing, Gabriel? Good to see you yesterday uh, over there at, with Laverne Mayor uh, Jason Cole and, and several elected officials over there. And uh, I guess Travis Lampley was over. He's running for juvenile judge. Oh, yes, yeah, sir. we were. You know? helping uh, David Gam and get the word out about his election. Yeah, he got a good crowd. The barbecue was uh, by is was it by Le- Legacy? And uh, yeah, the, I think that's uh, the police chief is uh, smoking that stuff. I believe. Man, that was. Um, we got to rephrase that, Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it was good. I'm looking for his card. Um, man, I think it's Legacy Barbecue by by the Laverne police chief, and that was just, man, I'm going to tell you what, I, I carried some home. David said, man, get you some and take it home. And, um, you know, you know what was cool? My, oh, be honest, you didn't even make it all the way home. Well, you ate it in the car. It, it, it was, was good. good. Well, my dog, my wife had made chicken, and our dog, and she is elderly. I didn't even know. She can barely walk. She got took took the chicken. I mean, got up on the counter and grabbed my wife. Was like, can't believe the dog was able to get it, and she is really getting elderly. Well, you tell us about your your campaign. You're running for for the new house district. Oh yes, I am. I'm a uh, running for the state rep uh, seat. That's going to take. Uh, it's the the fifth district here in Rutherford, like the the fifth number fifth representative that we'll have in Rutherford County, which is great for Rutherford County. Um, the area is a bit uh, drawn out. We got parts of Murfreesboro in the Blackman area. We got Rockville, we got Eagleville, we got a little bit of Smyrna, and we got a whole lot of Laverne that is in that district. Yeah. So you live in the Rock Rockville area? I do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that's a big portion of that that area. What's uh, well, one? That's one name you can't mispronounce, man. You better say Rockville. Is that how you say it? <laughs> Hail the Veil, baby. That's yeah. right. I got chewed out. Uh, you know Ron Williams out there? Used to be a county commissioner. Yes, I did. Man, I said Rockville one day when I was on the county commission, and man, that little twelve-year-old daughter just chewed me out. She says Rockville, not Rockville, and just chewed me out. Um, well, Gabriel, uh, tell us a little bit about your background. You're, you're a school teacher. You got an MBA. You've been an adjunct professor. Uh, tell us about you know you're, you're teaching at Holloway uh, High School. Yeah, man. You know, especially on this Father's Day, there's uh, so many kids out there that are just needing good good male mentors needing needing a father figure in their life you know and i've been blessed to be able to be that as a teacher 
so many times, you know, as an adjunct um, at the different colleges that I've worked at. I've worked at Motlow. When you're an adjunct, man, you take where, work wherever you can get it. Yes. I've been to Motlow. I've been at MTSU. I've been at Daymar. Uh, a lot of different schools. And then uh, when COVID hit, I decided to get into public school teaching. And so I started teaching at uh, Holloway, which is uh, Rutherford County's choice school, meaning that all the kids that go to school there choose to go there. And so it, it just provides for a great atmosphere for kids who, who might, you know, might not like school that much so they can get through school a little bit faster. And uh, we have smaller class sizes. And so it's just a different environment than what they're used to. And so many kids go there and they just really thrive. And, uh, and I was just so proud to be a part of that. Well, you, you've often bragged on who, what was your principal's, what's the principal's name over there? Oh, it's Miss Drayton, man, and she is a great, great woman. I've heard you you brag on her. Well, a lot of a lot of Murfreesboro residents can can relate to, to going to that school. My my oldest boy, Preston, he he wanted to get he wanted to put himself through and skip a grade, and uh, he went to night school at Holloway, so he graduated a year earlier. And um, yeah, uh, just with him today, he made me a cup of coffee for for Father's Day. Now, he didn't buy me nothing. He made a cup of coffee, and uh, you trained him right. Well, then, huh? I, you know, I, 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 sometimes I try to get my wife coffee in the morning. And she she's one of them ill people in the morning. She don't want to talk to nobody, you know. Um, but that's that, hard that, to imagine your wife being ill. Oh, anybody. she's well, just in the morning time. She she's she's a, a saint. Thirty three years. Give God the glory for it. Um, well, the what what are you seeing with um, with some of the the, the the students that you teach and. Um, you know the the lack of mentors. I mean, how, how do you think that does positively impact the, these, the, not just males but females as, as well? Well, you know, like I think it's important that that both both sexes have good male role models. Good, you know, it, because that gives them something to look forward to. As far as if it if it's a, a boy, then he he knows what he should grow up into to be a man. And if it's a if it's a, a a girl, you know, gives them something to look up to as far as you know what kind of man they want to marry, you know, and yes, and so I Good take point. that job very respond like I, I just take it's so important to to be that kind of example for them, yeah. And so I pay attention to what I say and what I do constantly, you know, and and try to just pour, uh, you know, the, the the like the love of God that's in me, man. I can't help but spill it out on others, man. Yes. Well, let me ask you about your own your own dad. Is your is your dad around? Is your father around? Yes, he's in Kentucky, and I talked to him today. Um, we, uh, you know, my dad's one of those guys. I'm I'm quite different than him. He's a, a man of few words, and so he, he's not much of a talker. But but he was a hard worker, man. And uh, you know, he worked uh, like and maintenance and was um just you know at the local hospital and i can remember him coming home with these busted knuckles and stuff and yeah you know he also had an hvac business that he ran on the side uh he was a, a, a air force he is an air force veteran from vietnam war oh really so, uh, cool yeah yeah just a real good man you know and uh and then i've had uh you know mike i've just been so blessed man down the my parents they uh they didn't take me to church yeah. But they did believe the church was important, so they sent me with the neighbors. And yes. uh, and Raymond Hishma <laughs> is the man who took me to church and showed me what a godly home looked like and uh, really gave me a great example of what I wanted my home to look like one yeah. day. Well, you're kind of a professional father. You've got, what, 11 kids? How, how many? Uh, how many kids you well, got? I mean, you know, every yes. time I talk to you, that number goes up. <laughs> it we goes got, up. We're blended. We've yeah. got seven. Yeah. But, you know, what's one more or yes, five, you know, exactly. whatever. Are y'all planning on having any more? No, sir, man. I got that taken care of, you know. Oh, did you? Uh, 
I, I yeah. finally figured out how they get here. Yes. Uh, well, your wife, Chelsea, beautiful lady. you got a beautiful family. Um, have they been helping Man, your campaign? We, we are so blessed. We're so blessed, you know. And uh, the kids are loving the campaign, Mike. They really are. Uh, Mary Catherine especially. Yeah. Uh, she loves to knock on doors and, you know, tell Man, people to vote for her dad. I'm going to tell you what. When I was running against Kent Coleman, and Kent, Kent really was a great guy. You know, his wife, everybody just loved Cecil uh, Coleman and, and just a sweet, sweet lady. And, uh, really involved in the community, and and uh, so yep. he, he, Mike Jones' daughter, she was with us yesterday. She was she? my daughter, Alexis. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I thought she was going to be here tonight. Yeah, she uh, got a little nervous, so I, oh, I decided she? to swap her out for my dad. Your dad, yep. yeah. Uh, Gabriel, uh, Mike's father. I thought it was one of his buddies. I I, I was shocked because the guy looks like he's what thirty. Six years old, probably. You know what I mean? Uh, you know? Listen, listen, Mike, we can't keep telling him that or we won't be able to fit his head out the door really? when we leave. Yeah, uh, but it is, Matt. You know, you say your dad was Air Force um, uh, guy, and uh, you, you sound like you got a heart for working folks. You talk about busting knuckles. You know, unless you busted some knuckles, I don't think sometimes people can relate to, to that. And um, uh, that's one thing we need in Nashville is some people that's got a heart for for the common oh, man, don't just we, man. the blue collar guys. With the way inflation is right now and grocery yes. prices going up and gas going up, man, we better have some people up there in Nashville that care about the regular guy. Well, I think your MBA, your your business background, your real estate background, your education background, teaching and having 11, 12 kids, however many it is, I think it's going <laughs> to be a lot. And I look forward to serving with you in, in Nashville. we got to wrap it up. Thank you so much, Gabriel, uh, for, for calling in, okay? Hey, my pleasure, man. Make sure everybody gets out and votes Republican. All okay, right? we sure will. Thank you, brother. Mike, go ahead with Thank the you. File. Close out the show with us. Yes, sir. I'll close it out. I just want to tell you, Mike, um, my dad is the biggest inspiration in my life. He most importantly taught me how to take care of a family, the value of hard work, and a love for this country. And without that, I wouldn't be where I am today. Yes, and thank you, Jeremy. Thank you, Jackson, uh, being yes, our producer. And um, thank you. Mr. Jones, you know, the, the Elder Jones, and uh, look forward to, to seeing you on the campaign trail. We'll yes, see sir. you all next week for more Ruth Magazine Show.